You will fail. So what? Everybody does. But your gym, your watch, your yoga pants, they pretend you won't. So when you miss a day, eat the pancakes. Give up on a workout? You failed? Seriously, what the hell? We're body. We've been a part of that too, but not anymore. At body, we're rejecting perfection and embracing reality. Not in a pizza Monday kind of way, in a loving your whole life kind of way. In a, this workout is fun and it's okay if I take a week off kind of way. In an, I'm eating healthy and it's okay if I indulge kind of way. In a, I like myself no matter what kind of way. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B O D I dot com. Real moms are bravo. Real moms are bravo. Real moms are bravo. Real moms are bravo. In the spirit of the holidays, we are with the merriest, brightest makeup artist, and I would say all of Bravo, Jared, J- at Jared Lips. I always just want to call you Jared Lips. Is that okay? Yes, I call everyone by their Instagram handle. Okay. I'm, I'm just going to call you both real moms of, Bra- of Bravo. Like. <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Yes, thank you for having me. So we're going to dive into Bravo and I'm sure you've got a lot of tea and celebs <laughs> and all that. But first we want to get to know you a little bit and I kind of just start all off, like check in how you're doing. You have had quite a health journey. We've been following along. We're so happy that it's been such positive news, but I'm sure there was a, a lot of struggles and hurdles along the way. So can you just share a little bit about what you've been going through over the last, a little over a year? Yeah. So last, uh, in 2019, I was in the summer, right after Brittany and Jax's wedding, I came home and was starting to feel a little bit sick. And I progressively got sicker and sicker over the summer until I had to be hospitalized and was quickly diagnosed at the end of August with leukemia, which was quite the surprise. It doesn't run in my family or anything. So it was very scary. And, um, from that moment on, from the end of August until March of this year, when I received a transplant, it's a bone marrow transplant that pr- essentially cures um, leukemia for, for the type that I had. Um, I went into remission, I got my new bone marrow stem cells. And so I've been recovering ever since. So it's like a long journey, like a, you know, like a bumpy road, but it's all positive now, thank God. So um, yeah, so it's quite the wild ride, but um but I'm on the, the other side of it, on the other side of the mountain top, which I did not think was possible, but here we are. So I loved all, you had some fundraisers that you did and um, with your head shaved and your makeup done, like it looked beautiful. Like you look I mean, beautiful yeah. um, fighting it. And I'm so glad to hear you on the other side. I'm curious, going through an experience like that, how has it changed you? I mean, I feel like that would be very transformational. Yeah. I mean, it, it is, it is, and it isn't like it, like when you think about it for, as someone else, you're like, oh, you must like wake up every day and like kiss the ground. Like, I can't believe I'm alive. And it's not like that. It's little shifts. You'll notice like, oh, like that person didn't text me back. I don't really care about that right now. Like I'm, it's kind of like more like a pep in your step. Like, you know what? I've been through a lot worse. Like little things don't, um, don't bother me as much, which I'm one of those persons before this happened. I'm one of those people that like the littlest thing would like make me so mad. And I was so petty, you know, I mean, I can still be petty. Don't get me wrong, but, 
Um, but that's like the biggest, the, the biggest transformation is actually the littlest transformation. So it's like, things are just, you know, I just have like kind of a different, different attitude really. And it's small, but it's, but I do notice I'll, I'll notice like myself, like taking a walk and being like, look at that beautiful tree. And then I'll be like, who the hell am I? Like, what, like, what is, why did I think that? So that's, that's, that's like the main thing so far. I'm still like in the recovery process. So I'm sure when it's a couple years behind me or even like a full year behind me, it'll be a different story, but that's where I'm at right now. So still kind of figuring it out. Well, we're just so happy to hear that, you know, it's been positive news along the way and wanted to also, I mean, you talked about the bone marrow piece, like saving your life. And so I've actually been a bone marrow. I've been on the register for over 10 years. I did a drive for uh, a high school um, alumni of mine that I went to high school with who needed bone marrow. And uh, we did a big drive for it. And I just, it's so, it's such a small thing people can do that can really make a lasting impact. Do you want to talk a little bit about be the match and kind of how that's impacted you? And I, cause I know you're so involved with all of that. Um, the fundraisers. Yeah. yeah. So I'm very lucky to be a, a board of ambassador for be the match now, which is such an amazing like experience. Cause I love be the match. So basically what it is, is there is a national and international registry, but uh, Be The Match is the national registry for those in America. And basically you do a simple cheek swab and they get your DNA and then it gets sent to this database. And if someone comes along like me, who surprisingly got leukemia at the age of 31, needs to be cured from this leukemia because it's like deep rooted in their genetics in their bone marrow someone can be like their anonymous donor and it's all based off genetics it's just a blood draw i mean it's a bit of a blood draw if you're the person who's giving the blood um but it's very pain-free it's very easy to do and the thing is that the registry needs to be diversified because it's as like a white person um I have like a 70 or 80% chance of finding a match because it's very, because it's based on like your genetic heritage. Mm -hmm. And, but like black people have like a 20 or 30% chance of finding it. So it's really important. That's why I'm, that's why I'm very vocal about it and like speak so strongly about it. And you'll see all of my friends from Vanderpump Rules and stuff post about it all the time is because it really needs to diversify the registry. And um, they don't discriminate against LGBTQ people, which is really big too, um, which is another reason why I'm so passionate about them as a gay man, because, you know, a lot of blood draw donation places are discriminatory. So sign up for Be The Match. It's easy to do. That's amazing. I had no idea about the need for diversity among Mm -hmm. uh, donors. So sign up. It really does. I mean, it's like, you have to do it every couple, like every five to eight years. I think you have to re-swab or I know you're to. good for 62 years. Oh, I had a re-swab. They, mi- they, must, they might've changed in the past couple of years, oh, so, like okay. have a better system or something, but Maybe that's yeah, now yeah. you're good till you're 61 or 62. Oh, I'm going to do it right after this. Yeah. Yay. Maybe I'll like document it and show how do it. it. Yeah. So yeah, no, I'm going to do it right after this. Cause I need to do that. So you mentioned Vanderpump Rules, and I feel like all of a sudden you were just in like everyone's Instagram. I'm like, oh my gosh, like <laughs> basically this is like the cast, like a, a new cast member, but I know it probably didn't happen overnight for you. So, I mean, when did you realize you wanted to be a makeup artist? Kind of what, what was that like to get to where you are now? Yeah, I mean, I started school, like in high school, I was like into theater. And so I was always the one who's like, 
Like I would be in the shows, but I was also the one to be like, let me do your makeup. Let me do this. Let me do that. And then um, I started to experiment with doing drag when I was like 19 and 20. And like me and my friends would like get into drag and go to like Lady Gaga concerts and stuff like that. And then Halloween, of course. But I never knew I wanted to be a makeup artist because I'm from Florida. And to me, a makeup artist was like, oh, you're a cosmetologist. You work at a salon. You cut hair, you style hair, then you pop on some makeup. So it never really interested me because I was like, well, I don't want to do hair. I have no, no desire to do that. So I moved to LA and I worked at a restaurant like everyone does. It was not Sir, but it was just a <laughs> restaurant. And um, just, just like on Sir or on Vanderpump Rules, everyone there was a singer or an actress or a model. And they would eventually, when they realized Halloween came around when I started working there and I came all glammed up as whoever I was dressed up as. And um, they started to be like, well, can you do my makeup like that? Like, it looks really pretty. Like you look really, really pretty. And I was like, sure, you know? And then eventually someone was like, I think one of my friends who's, who's a singer, she's like, you know, people get paid to do just makeup. And I was like, no, they don't. And they're like, yeah, in Los Angeles, they absolutely do. So I just kind of fell into it. So I took a couple classes to be sure I knew like what I was doing. Cause I'd only ever done it on myself and friends. And it was like, oh, like, you can't use the same brush on two different people because that's like disgusting. Like I <laughs> needed to learn like the basics like that. So I took a couple of courses and it just kind of just snowballed, you know? What was your, um, what's your drag name? Uh, famous Sparkle. Oh, yeah. I like it. And I see a sparkle, <laughs> a sign right behind you that says sparkle. Oh yeah, sparkle. And that's me in, in drag, my little portraiture. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I love it. A little narcissism to start my day off from my bed. Oh my God. I, I mean, if I had, <laughs> if I could do drag, one, I would in a heartbeat. And I'd have, like, I'd have a shrine to myself everywhere. I like, yeah. <laughs> I live for drag shows. I think it's like the best entertainment. And I can't wait to be able to go back to, for us in St. Louis, we don't have a ton of options. It's Hamburger Mary's, but I can't wait to go back there. Yes. So who was your first big client? Cause you've had a lot of fun celebs, but who was your first one? Where you're like, holy shit, I've made it. Um, well, I, it, so she's a good friend of mine, but, um, basically from one of the restaurants I was working at, my friend was like, Hey, one of my friends just booked or just finished filming this TV show and they're doing a huge press rollout for it. And it's called orange is the new black. And I was like, okay. And she was like, she needs help for like red carpets and stuff because like it's getting a lot of buzz, like award season buzz and stuff like that. And I was like, well, I'm trying to like build my red carpet portfolio or whatever. And so um, her name is Julie. And she played one of like the the infamous like meth head characters with, um, uh, who's that girl that was in the Britney Spears movie? I, Anyways. Is it, yeah, I know who you're talking about. I yeah. her name's like Tiernan, but maybe I could be. Taren, Ms. Yeah, Ms. yeah. Um, yeah, that's it, Taryn, yeah. And so, so she was one of the, the one they're, they're like a trio of those girls. So she, so that was like my first little taste of it. So we started to do like small events and then they started getting nominated and winning SAG awards. So pretty quickly, it was like, I went from having no clients except my friends who worked at restaurants to having like a client literally holding like a SAG statue in her hand for winning like best ensemble comedy. So that really like kind of, you know, cause it's, it's a kind of a, pony show like of like who, who have you worked with can we can you actually do makeup under a red carpet because obviously with photo editing and stuff you know people can cheat a little bit more easier these days and so that really helped me and um obviously she's like a great friend of mine so we've worked together ever since but um but yeah that was how I like kind of got my foot in the door into like the celebrity realm I love like that's so crazy that it happened that quickly I love that um, well, I'm sure, I mean, it took a while to get there, but that's so cool. That it was like what you were there for her big rise to fame and it was yours as well. 
What is like the hardest part of your job though? Cause it seems so glamorous and you're just, you're hanging out with celebs and all of our favorite Bravo labs, but I'm sure there's a non-glamorous side to it as well. I mean, it's a, it's a lot of non-glamour. I think the myth <laughs> is like, because of people like uh, really big celebrity, you know, hair and makeup people like the Kardashians who get to go to like the private Island and do all of that <laughs> stuff. I think there's a miss that a miss knowledge that like oh everyone gets to do that and it's like no we like show up super early we wake up super early we have to like clean a million brushes because especially like when you're working with a lot of large cast and like I mean I'm sure we'll get to it but like I work with a lot of the same people from the same show so it's like oh my god like if they're going to an award show it's like I gotta schedule them all out and like do them and then come back around for touch-ups because like it takes so long and I think like just the just like you're not going to any of the I mean well, it's different with Vanderpump Rules because I do actually go to a lot of the events with them, like the parties that they have. But like, if it's like an award show or something, it's like, you're doing all this glam and then they're like out the door into the limo and you're like, okay, bye. And then it's like, you go home and like, you just sit down on the couch, you know? So it's like, not that glamorous. Um, There's a lot of different little hard parts, you know, like getting, but once you're used to someone, like someone's face, that becomes the easiest part. So like, that's why I love to work with the same people. And I have worked with the same people so, so often is because it's actually easier that way, but it's not very glamorous. It's a lot of fun, but it's not glamour. Okay. So you, with the pandemic has that, um, have you, hopefully you're continuously getting work and being coming out of leukemia. Like how has that changed your routine with makeup like I would imagine your makeup brush cleaning is probably even more intense and (laughs) just a little different well I'm not actually I'm not actively doing any clients right now so because I'm still like in this recovery phase and my medicine makes my hands shaky and stuff so I'm not actively doing makeup I will for like some of my closer friends like um Brittany and Stassi and Ariana I'll do little like I'll kind of collaborate if they need something for makeup if it's COVID safe if it's you know if we follow all the guidelines and of course the, some of the girls are pregnant so it's like they're extra cautious so if it feels very safe to me and it's like a very small little thing I will go and like uh, kind of like help them and like bring all my makeup that you know like all the products that I have for them for their disposal but like I can't even do like an eyeliner right now because my hands are so shaky because of my mate because of my medicine so it's kind of like I pick and choose very carefully who I'm working with but it's not right now thankfully I I, it's not my source of income and like I, I don't have to worry about that right now so I've still used like like Brit- I have a separate kit just for Brittany because I do her so often. So like for her, like I didn't even, ha- I mean, I did clean the brushes, but like I didn't have to do anything special because like I keep her makeup in a separate bag any already pre-pandemic. The last time I did her makeup was December. So I didn't even have to, you know what I mean? I didn't have to even do anything. It was just like, oh, it's already sitting there. Like it's, it hasn't been used on anyone because like I got sick, did her makeup one time while I was sick. And then um, like in between chemo treatments just for fun. And then saw her again this year. So yeah, so and they, I mean, bad. they want to keep you safe too. I mean, oh, totally, yeah. And permission and everything. So that makes that makes sense. Yeah. All right. Well, before we dive in, because you've done some really good name dropping, and we're dying to know more about the Pump Stars, <laughs> I feel like all the moms out there would be like, "You can't have a makeup artist on and not ask." Okay, so we're moms. Like, we're running out the door. We have three minutes. Like, what is like the biggest, you know, like bang for your buck from a time standpoint makeup thing that everyone should do? Okay. Well, I mean, there's obviously different things and different features and different skin tones and all this, but my go-to, what I always say, and like, I'm such a fan of, and I really think it transforms, like, even like, if you look at the cast and people that I work with, like before and after the one difference you notice is I'm a blush fanatic. 
And I say the number one thing that you need, and of course, like it can be a blush or a bronze or like whatever works with your skin tone. But I say like, you need a cream blush and you can pop that sucker on the, the cheeks and you want to go like, a, you know, everyone puts like on the apple of their cheeks, but you want to go a little bit higher and blend it kind of up because it automatically lifts your face a little bit. It adds color and vitality and makes you seem like, like the whole point of blush is to be like, oh, look how youthful and fertile I am. <laughs> And, um, which is so stupid, but it's true. And um, I just think a blush is like the easiest way to do it. And then the great thing about like a cream blush duo is like, then you can pop the same color on your lips and everyone knows like a lip just like changes the game. It just like adds a pop. And I mean, I think with Rihanna, I just saw like a meme of Rihanna being like, I just put on a lip and no makeup and boys are so stupid. They think I have a full face on and it's like really true. So, and she literally said like, boys are so stupid. And I was like, iconic, but yeah, so I, that's my favorite like little trip trick. I know everyone says like mascara or you need a brow or you need this or that. But I think if you have like a little blush duo, that's like where to start, you know? And then I would throw in mascara and a little concealer, but you know, if it's <laughs> one product, it would just be a cream blush. Cream I blush. love that because I love like that's like my one product I can't live without is like a blush or a bronzer um just because I do feel like it does like brighten your face and it, it wakes you up and it makes way. you look healthy you know like it gives you a glow and just like it looks like you've been sun-kissed or yeah whatever so it's it's so good love that okay well now I'm gonna have to go buy some cream blush yeah. I'm wondering <laughs> before we dive into these questions is there a makeup trend you wish would die like you um, wish it would go away. Like I don't contour. I don't know that that's necessarily a trend that should go away, but like, is there anything that you're not into that you kind of wish would fade out? I mean, I don't, I don't like a lot. Of, I mean, I shouldn't say I don't like, I, well, I'm not a fan of the heavy Instagram makeups where it's like the very uh, over the top. Cause obviously like contours is, has existed before the Kardashians made it like a, you know, a product for them. And you contour obviously on TV to an extent, but that harsh, harsh thing where it's like you're baking and you're, you know, contouring so harshly, none of that needs to be done on a day-to-day -day basis. And I would love to see people kind of embrace a more natural, which I think we're actually heading that direction because I see it a lot more like more glowy, more highlighter, more, you know, like shiny lips, a little shimmer on the eyes. Like, I think that's it. And I think that's the direction we're heading. So I'll, I think we're on the right track. Well, that's good. I'm sure you're glad. Do you remember like pencil thin brows? Like I remember in middle school, <laughs> like, aren't you so glad that went away? I look back at photos. I'm like, oh my gosh, what was I doing? <laughs> I can't wait to see in 20 years what we're going to laugh about. All right. Well, we got to dive into the good stuff. So yes. pump, I mean, you are friends with pretty much all of them. Who was like your entry point into pump? Who was your first, like the first pump star that you became friends with or started doing their makeup? Well, so I actually met them doing a, um, like doing touch-ups for like one of the after shows, you know, how they film like the bravo.com after shows. Mm -hmm. So I was just hired to do touch-ups on them. And then the type of personality that I have, like if I get along with you, I get along with you. And so I hit it off really close with Brittany and Kristen. And so then instantly I was like, oh, if you guys, and they, it was like a weird turning point too, because they had just started to get like that. Like, I mean, I know it's always been popular, but they were starting to get like the true, like, you know, like actual Instagram followers and like being invited to award shows and stuff. So it was like, kind of like this, just this perfect timing where I was like, well, if you guys need makeup, like on the regular, like here's my number. And then a month later, Brittany and Kristen called me for the premiere of, I think it was season six premiere and uh, like the premiere party. And so I went over to Brittany and Jax's apartment and 
did Britney's makeup and Kristen's makeup for like for the first time fully because the other time it was touch-ups they'd already come ready and then the rest is kind of history I mean I started with them and they're they are a tight-knit group in the sense that like they're obviously very friendly and sweet but like they are a tight-knit like tight-knit where they like once you kind of have like the approval of one of them then it's like oh you should use Jared so then it was like um who did I do? Brittany and Kristen. And then I think Stassi started off letting me do her eyes. <laughs> and then because she, you know, she's, she's been doing it herself for so long. So she was particular. And then it took me a while. And then I like learned her fav- favorite foundation, like her techniques and kind of doing that. And, you know, she's very vocal about having psoriasis. So um, she also had to, you know, we had to learn about that. And then it was just kind of like, domino effect and then you know then I started doing doing Ariana and then Katie was the last because she is like such a makeup girl herself and like always does her own glam um and yeah that was I mean that was it I even like ended up touching up Lala who like she has her own her and Sheena have their own makeup artist um different people but they've been that they're loyal to which I appreciate because like loyalty is so so nice in this kind of industry so um I don't do them often but like I'll touch them up or help them out and like you know it's but it's really cool so so that's how it that's how it all started it just kind of dominoed into it is it weird knowing them like personally being friends with them because you said like once you're in you're in so I imagine like you're really in and then to see maybe the way they're portrayed on the show or to see some of like the negative comments on Instagram and you know just different like media outlets is it kind of hard to like to see your friends go through that or can you kind of separate the show and the people um well, it was weird because I'd never seen the show before I met them because I'm a huge Bravo fan, but just something about like, I moved to LA the, I think like a year, the year that it debuted. And so like, I couldn't afford cable, so I didn't watch it. So I was always watching like old housewives episodes, uh, like on Hulu or something, but like, I never, you know, I never watched the show. So I didn't have any preconceived notions, which I think also helped like build a rapport based on like actual friendship as opposed to like oh my gosh like in season three you did this or this or this you know I didn't have any of that because I just it just I was a struggling actor in or not as actor I was a struggling waiter in LA trying to break into some form of the entertainment industry I'm not gonna watch a show about that you know so I didn't have any of those preconceived notions but it was wild I remember posting like Kristen's picture for the first time because I was like building up my you know Instagram account and being like oh my gosh did Kristen Doty like from and then like I remember seeing like one mean comment and at this time I had like you know 500 followers or something and I was it was like one mean comment on it and I was like what like what why is this person like saying a mean thing on my Instagram like I have like 500 like I only follow my friends and like (laughs) and then that's when I realized I was like oh this is like a passionate you know fan base and like it it was weird and it was also kind of in Instagram was in the influx of it also too so um it is hard it isn't hard to separate wait, it is hard to separate actually, because I feel, because I do feel sad when something really mean is said, or when something really mean is reported, because I know how sweet they are, you know, like, especially everything I've gone through this year, the stuff they've done off camera, Mm -hmm. because a lot of people then accuse them of doing stuff for camera. And I'm like, guys, there was no cameras when they sat at my hospital bed bedside when I was getting chemo, you know, there was no cameras when uh, all of my friends gathered on the rooftop because I couldn't have visitors before COVID, of course, but like, I still can have visitors because of my immune system. And they did like a rooftop, like flashlight, uh, 
flash mob or something so um. I could see from my window and it was like Tom Sandoval was leading it Jax was there even though they were feuding they all came together there was no cameras there you know what I mean so it's like so so it it does it does uh, bother me I mean there's nothing I can do about that obviously and I think they handle it with good grace but yeah it's kind of it's wild to see to see the hate and stuff I mean it's it is a passionate fan base I mean look at I mean we were there but BravoCon I mean thousands of people just to talk to Bravo celebrities that are, you know, reality show stars. This isn't like, I mean, it was like Comic-Con is like big name celebs that are making a bajillion dollars a movie. And this was truly reality stars. And it was like the same level of enthusiasm. It's kind of crazy, good and bad. So what happens though, when there's drama amongst the cast? Because I mean, let's, let's just be honest. Jax likes to get involved in a lot of drama. So does Stassi. There's times where she's not talking to different people. Like, what do you do? when you're in that circle and you're doing someone's makeup, like, and you hear stuff or, you know, stuff. Um, I mean, I kind of established kind of like, you guys know, like, I'm going to be like when Saucy and Kristen were friends, for instance, I would like, and they had like the same event to go to. I would be like, like, guys, I don't like, let, let's just not talk about the show for, let's like not talk about what's going on. Cause it's not even for the show. It's like, they were really, they were really fighting. So it was just like, let's talk about other things. Let's talk about like, oh, let's talk about, you know, your t-shirt line, Kristen or Saucy. let's talk about your book and like how you're going to do this. Or like, so it was just kind of like d- a little more diffusing because like, it is very hard to be in the middle of it. And because like, I'm not a cast member and I don't want to start drama. You know what I mean? It's just like, I just want everyone to look really pretty and like, uh, do their thing so it it is hard but um but yeah I kind of just took like a kind of a like okay I'm you know if someone needed to vent like I will listen but by default if you're a makeup artist you're kind of like a therapist anyways because people are always just like oh this is happening or oh my gosh like this happened or whatever so um so yeah I kind of take a Switzerland standpoint with that kind of stuff you know I was going to ask, so with Housewives, which franchise is your favorite and have you had any Housewives that you've had encounters with or done their makeup? Oh, yes, I have. Um, So my favorite franchise is New York City. And I had the opportunity to do Sonia Morgan's makeup for a full day shoot. It was one of those cheesy movie promos that they did. And it was with Leanne Locken was also there. And Vicky OG Gunvalson was also there. They all had their own makeup artist, but I was Sonia's makeup artist. And it was truly a wild ride. Sonia is literally just like insane, just like she is on the show. She was like, yelling about something about with Dorinda on the phone which was like one of the most surreal moments because I'm like this because this is a show I've watched forever like since Simon Van Kemp or whatever his name is and um so it was just like that was wild like oh my god like and Sonia is just such a pro like at the end of the day like even though we were getting paid great money through like whatever she was still like okay everyone like for for our little glam team like we had a couple of assistants and like uh you know the hair guy had his assistant and she was like, okay, time for like our, our photos. Like, and she just knew to do like a meet and greet at the end. It was so hilarious. And I was like, photos, like what? And she's like, don't you want pictures with me? And I was like, yeah, I mean, you know, I do, but that level of self-awareness was so cool. Like, so it was, she was like nuts though. Like I, I'm obsessed with her. Uh, I'm, that makes me so happy because we love Lady Morgan, Senorita, as yes. Luke likes to say, like she is amazing. Like she's yes. iconic. Oh my God. She is. And it's even more so in person. It's like, 
not a stitch of what they edit is like manufactured. Like, cause even Vicky and Leanne were there and they were like very reserved and very sweet. But Sonia was just like, like, I mean, they could have filmed it and it could have been a scene on the show. Like it was, she was so, she, I mean, she was so wild. It was so incredible. It was so crazy. I can't, I can't even believe it happened. Like it feels like a fever dream. She's one of those people. Yeah. She's one of those people that like, I feel like we love her so much that like, I would hope that what we see on TV is who she really is. So I love hearing that like, she is kind of crazy and all over the place because that's what we love about her. Are there any that, I mean, being in LA, so Beverly Hills, OC, any interactions with any of those housewives? Um, I've met Kyle and Erica while they were filming. And I have a lot of, you know, the makeup industry is pretty tight, especially like the people who work on Bravo Labs out here. So I know like Kyle's makeup artist personally, she's a dear friend. Um, I've worked with Erica's hairstylist um, who also does like Mariah Carey and like big names. So I was able to kind of name drop them and be like, oh my gosh, like I'm friends with, you know, Pamela and Clyde. Like, how's it going, ladies? Clyde After and they were- Yeah, exactly. I follow, yeah, I know, yep. Yeah, he's <laughs> so sweet. We actually met at a charity event. He's so sweet and he was doing hair for like, I mean, it was just the, the sweetest thing because I did not think someone of that stature would would like personally be doing like the the hair of like, unhoused youth population you know it was so sweet and so he's such a doll so I so I kind of had that in and was like they had just finished filming something and it was just like on Melrose I happened to be there and I was like ladies like oh my gosh like we we're just like running in the same circle and then of course I got a picture with them and stuff so um and then OC I've done Gina's makeup for like a random little commercial thing that was not Bravo related it was like right after her first season and they were filming the her second season and she was cool I mean she was just like that you know like a cool chick like she saw the bleach bleach blonde at this point um which you know is a look and um <laughs> it's a nice way of putting, way of putting it. it yeah yeah but my big claim to fame before I ever met anyone from Vanderpump Rules or it was even doing oh, I was doing my Orange of the New Black Girls but I wasn't in Bra- the Bravo world at all was I am a, I was not anymore but I was a huge Orange County fan and so I throw a charity event every year and it's usually at Hamburger Mary's, which of course we mentioned, and that's a drag queen bar. And I do their drag queen bingo for charity because I love to get involved with like different charities and stuff. And the drag queen bingo episode of Orange County Housewives with Lydia dressed as like Charlie Chaplin <laughs> was my birthday party. And they of course edited that out that it was my birthday party. They made it just seem like it was a charity event. But um, if you notice, if you ever rewatch the episode, you'll notice Lydia's like fearful and she gives a confessional of how she's so afraid of being there. And then she's like, there's these drag queens and they cut to a, this drag queen with a white hair and a white dress on. That's me because it was my birthday party and they were there the whole time and it was so wild. It was Tamara Shannon, Megan King Edmonds and I don't think Kelly Dodd was there, but, um, and Lydia was there. I think that was it. I think that was the four of them I don't know I'd have to rewatch it but anyways that was a wild time so I and I literally just dm'd Shannon's publicist which she had on her Instagram at the time like you like all inquiries go to this person and I was like hey I'm doing this thing like would Shannon do it and then she would then she got back to me she's like she would love to um and then uh, then it was like can Tamara come too and I'm like I've been watching the show since I was like 17 like of course Tamara can come and then I got a call from production being like can we film it and I was like, as long as you mention the charity, like you guys can take over, like you can fully take over. But I was like, if there's an extras, any person who comes in, 
they have to buy a ticket, like even the cameraman. So you have to pay for every person in that spot because they're taking up seats because it sells out every year. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was like, they have to buy, you have to give me like the the $15 or whatever it is for each person that you're bringing in that's taking up space. So, and they agreed to it. So we raised a lot of money, had a lot of fun and then got edited out of my own birthday party (laughs) on Orange County Housewives. I'm gonna go rewatch that episode. I know, like I'm very excited to rewatch it. And I do feel bad for Lydia because they made her seem so homophobic. And she literally came up to me and was like, because they all knew it was my birthday. Obviously, like I was hosting it the whole time. Um, but she came up to me and was like, you are so beautiful. Like, this is so wonderful. Can I have a selfie with you? So she actually has like a self, like she has a selfie with me and asking me for a selfie. So I was like, yes, Lydia, you look like, like deranged Charlie Chaplin. Yeah. But I will take a selfie with you. When she walked out of her house with that, I was like, oh, that's. That's interesting. Like that was a choice. I, you know. Um, okay. So any like tea though, when you, I mean, cause you've been involved with a lot of these people, you hear stuff. I mean, is there anything that you can share? That's like, you've heard doing makeup, someone talking bad about someone or anything like that. Um, I mean, everything that I know, because like nothing's happening right now, everything I know has already come to light. You know, like mm-hmm. when I would hear stuff like about you know, when like Jax and James refuting and Brittany and, you know, cause James can be really mean and stuff and I'm not close with him at all. So I don't mind saying that, but like, he can be really mean. So like, but, but it's all past tea. So I don't really mm-hmm. have like any hot tea. I mean, do you have any questions like specifically about like any tea? I want to know. So, I mean, you're close with Brittany. What, I mean, what can you tell us about Jax and Brittany? They're no longer on the show. Kind of what's going on there that you can share. Oh yeah. So, I mean, well, Brittany and Jax are like family to me, honestly, like Brittany's been such a rock during this whole process. Like just the kindest soul. And I know people have such mixed feelings about Jax. Like I get it because like he's been on their TV for so long, but at the end of the day, they are like family to me. Like I've spent a whole day in New York with just Jax, like just me and Jax having to go to press things because Brittany had like a other obligation and they had like a makeup artist provided. And so, so I was like, all right, I'll just go ride with Jax to all his events. So like, I love them. And Obviously, I'm not going to, like, spill any hot, hot tea, but, like, they have a baby on the way. Their future is, you know, very different than, like, what I think Vanderpump will be if it comes back. And um, I'm just, I I mean, it's really exciting, but, like, you know, obviously, like, it's not my my time or place to say anything, but it's really cool, and I'm just really happy for them and for what's next. So it's, like, it is going to be cool. So, you know. So something's coming. We're not... There's something coming in the horizon beyond just having a baby. I feel like that we're going to see, yeah, we're going to see them again. I feel how's like the beer cheese. Oh yeah. It tastes amazing. I want to try it. Yeah. I love beer cheese. I mean, we're, so we're both from Missouri, which I mean, it's a little bit North of Kentucky, but like probably it's a little bit of a similar upbringing. So like, I mean, I grew up on beer cheese. That stuff's amazing. Yeah. It's so and, good. They had some at the wedding too. And it was so tasty. I, I mean, I truly, I, we love Brittany. I actually like my heart kind of breaks for her. I feel like people have been so mean to her throughout this pregnancy, like saying like, oh my God, why is her bump so big compared to Lala and stuff like that. And like, I just feel like it's such a it's such a weird time anyway. And you're very aware of like all the changes in your body and like, yeah, you're excited about it, but to have people kind of like attack you for it. I just like, I truly, like, I just, I think she's such a good person. So like, we love her and I feel bad that she's kind of had to deal with trolls during what should be an exciting time. Oh yeah. And you'll catch me in the comments of those bra because I follow so many Bravo accounts and they follow me. So it pops up in my like feed and you'll catch me in the comments telling people off all the time. And I'll be like, listen up, like you need to. <laughs> and then it's so funny. Cause then they'll be like, Oh my gosh, Jared, like I love your makeup. And I'm like, you just are literally harassing someone. Like, what are you doing? 
So okay. catch me in the comments everywhere. <laughs> I love it. Would you ever yourself want to be on a reality show? I mean, you've seen kind of what the world's like. You have a really good following. You're really entertaining. I could see it happening, but would you ever want to do it? Um, I mean, I haven't really, I mean, I haven't thought of it like that, like that much. I would, I would probably do it. It depends what yeah. it would be. I don't think like I'm, you know, I'm past, like I'm 32, like I've gone through a lot. So I'm definitely not like trying to regress and be like, oh, like out partying, blacking out like Jersey Shore or anything. But if it was like the right fit, I mean, now that I see how it works and that it is not, you know, it's not like cameras in your bathroom 24 seven, like watching every little thing, I would, I would be open to it. <laughs> so you've also, you're friends with Chriselle from Selling Sunset as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So how did that happen? And are you, do you do any of the other sun, Selling Sunset ladies? I'm obsessed with the show too. I yes, mean it's so good. So I met Chriselle, um, I think she has some weird Vanderpump connection. She follows, follows Brittany. I don't know if it's because they're from Kentucky or I can't remember how, but anyway, she, she DM'd Brittany about me saying like oh is he good like do you like trust him or, or whatever kind of back and forth they had and of course Brittany is like an angel and she's like yes he's the best but don't steal him from me you know like whatever and so anyway so I ended up getting set up with Chrishell she reached out to me and we um started because she was filming a little a little Netflix reality show that we knew mm -hmm. nothing about at the time and she's like you know I'm filming the show it's like a new show and like um obviously it's like a little bit more glamorous so she could have makeup like on the regular as opposed to like you know where where bravo you wake up with the cast in their bedrooms and stuff so um so yeah so I started glamoring her for this little reality show that we didn't know what it was going to be and so I was able to do the first two seasons with her and um we just bonded just just the same way like I bond with anyone who like mm -hmm. who's a nice if you're genuine and nice like I will work with you again even if it's like difficult or even if it's like oh, like, even if we're like, oh, well, I had this idea. And then someone's like, I had this idea, you know, like, whatever. I don't care about any of that. It's like, if the, if you have a nice energy and Chriselle's such a lovely person. So it was just so easy. And we just got, got, got along so great. And um, of course I wasn't able to do like the more recent seasons because I got sick. Um, but yeah, I mean, she's a wonderful person and I've never worked with anyone else from Selling Sunset. And um yeah, I don't have any hot gossip about that because I've not been involved like in the Dancing with the Stars era or like mm -hmm. the new press cycle since it came out in quarantine because I was so in recovery mode. Yeah. But I will say she's so sweet. I mean, she's visited me in the hospital and she's, you know, brought me gifts to my apartment and she's so kind. And it was so funny because a nurse came in after she left and was like, is that? And I was like, yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure your nurses were like, oh my gosh, like, because... I mean, unless you've been living under a rock, I, half of your visitors are like people that we're seeing on our TV all the time. So I'm sure you were, I'm, the nurses were probably wanting to know the tea just as bad as we are right now. Yeah, I probably spilled more tea to the nurses because of like the morphine and the Ativan <laughs> and stuff, so. You should have made him sign an NDA just to be safe. <laughs> I probably signed one that I've like broken yeah. by now. Rochelle uh, though, I'm so glad that she seems to be like in a new relationship and everything. So I'm just glad she's getting, not that she, she never not did not not have a happy ending but I'm just glad that she's coming on top oh me too she yeah and she is like she's like Brittany in that same sense and there is something about like this kind of like genuineness that like I mean ev everyone I work with is so genuine and kind but like she is such a, a a radiant light so it's like I'm so happy for her and she's just so sweet so it's amazing 
you don't have to name names, but have you ever had like an experience where you're like, I will never work with that person again. And like, what was it that made you not want to work with them? And you don't have to name names. Oh, I will name names. Um, oh, so here we go. The, so, but this is kind of like an obscure, it's kind of like a Kardashian adjacent. Um, so I don't know if you guys know of the guy Faye, who Courtney and Kendall always post about Faye. Yes. So yes. his sisters are kind of famous. He's got these twin sisters called Simi Hayes, but they have like a joint Instagram where it's one word, Simi Hayes. And their real names are, I, I don't know what their real names are. Anyways, they are horrific. I will never work with them again. I told the producer that I will absolutely never work with them again. I almost quit in the middle of the shoot that we did. And on the way out, the producer chased me and the hairstylist and the other makeup artist that was there and said like, we're so sorry for everything that happened. We're going to double your rate for the day. They are absolute narcissistic horrible monsters they are so self-absorbed they are so just uh, like mean 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 people that like I'm disgusted by them and there's a reason why they've kind of plateaued and you don't hear about them but if you look them up you could probably catch the vibe like anyone like there's two ways to be if you're in the celebrity world like they're Kardashian adjacent so and I've worked with I've been on keeping up with the Kardashians where Kim came to the Covenant house and did makeovers for ladies and Kim was wonderful and so nice and her team was so wonderful and so nice but there's something about these kids who like kind of grow up in it and have um you can go two ways you can either be really kind and like appreciative that you've been kind of born into this wealth or you can be like how they are which is horrible and rude and they steal ideas. They were like on Instagram, like finding small art, like makeup artists and small creators and saving the ideas for their, um, from their posts and copying them literally like to the point where it was kind of an abstract shoot. So like I would draw a line in blue, like around her eyeball and she'd be like, oh, in the picture, it goes like this way instead of that way. And I'm like, well, but then we're just completely copying this like artist who has like 2000 followers and you have one point, however million followers that doesn't seem very right. And like, I don't feel right doing that as a makeup artist. Cause it still is. I mean, I know makeup can only be so artistic as, as it can go. Cause like, you know, you're putting on a red lip or you're putting, but like these were abstract art. So it's like, can't you come up with your own thing? You're, you're air quote creators. So they were monsters from the start to the finish. And I absolutely will never work with them again. And I am very public about it. I, I truly th think they're vile, vile people. <laughs> well, damn, I, I like breaks my heart that anyone could be that mean. And it's like the Midwesterner and us, like it's hard. I just don't understand why people are assholes. Yeah, it's it really especially when getting your makeup. Make getting your makeup is fun. That should be like and they a had fun experience. Control of the shoot, so they could have just like been enjoyable and been nice and been kind, but they chose to be that way. They chose, and it wasn't specifically to me. It was the way they tr treated the crew. Because I don't care, people like I deal with people being like, "Oh, I don't like this. Oh, can you change that?" Like that doesn't offend me. And not talking to me while you get your makeup done doesn't offend me. You might be learning lines or you might be nervous because you have to go on stage. None of that offends me. It's when I see after I finish your makeup and how you treat the people who are there to light you and to mic you and to capture whatever's happening. That's when I start to notice and say, oh, you're a really bad person. Because it wasn't nothing, nothing was directed at me besides the fact that they were literally stealing makeup, you know, ideas from, from small creators without any credit what bothered me was the way they treated everyone else on the crew because I, because I feel for those guys, they're making, you know, I would I made a lot of money that day, but they're making like, you know, whatever a, a grip, an assistant grip makes. And it's like, you don't have to be so mean. It takes so much more energy. Like, I don't understand yes. people who like, it's exhausting. I would think to be that mean, like what it, I don't know what you get from it other than making yourself feel better, but like, 
you're obviously not that high up if you have to like make people feel so little so that you yeah. feel big. Like, and that's the biggest thing with those people. Are, is there anyone else or any other, you know, adjacent uh, Kardashian or I'm trying to think like Chrissy Teigen, any, I mean, cause the pump people love T Chrissy Teigen. Yeah, well, I, so Becca Cosmetics, who I love and they've supported me a lot through my journey. They always invite me to their influencer parties, which I'm not technically an influencer. Cause like, these are people like who have millions of followers, you know, it's like the, it's like the big time uh, creators like Gigi Gorgeous and James Charles and those people. But they always invite me because they, because they're fans of Vanderpump Rules and they know <laughs> I'll bring the girls with me. So I brought, I think it was two Christmases ago. They had like a holiday launch with Chrissy Teigen. Um, and it was like at the top floor of a Nordstrom. Like, so it was like a really weird event. So we got all glammed up and like got dressed up and I did the girls makeup, Kristen and Brittany. And we like went to the event and literally Chrissy Teigen was like on the stage because we were late, of course. But we, Chrissy was on the stage giving her little speech and she saw like giant me walking because I'm six foot five. And Kristen's pretty tall also. And then Brittany's on my other side and she literally stops and she's like, I'm sorry, is that Kristen and Brittany from Vanderpump Rules? It was so crazy because it's just like, I'm standing in between them. And so all the eyes flick <laughs> around and turn on us and we're like kind of turning red, but we're kind of like, Kristen's like a pro at it. But like me and Brittany were kind of like, eh, but Kristen's kind of a pro. She's like, what's up? And so literally like, Christy <laughs> finished like her little spiel and like beeline straight to us. And it was like, so insane and she was so nice and she was like let me introduce you to my makeup artist because they were of course Brittany and Kristen are so sweet they're like this is our makeup artist he used all your new products on us like we love them like blah 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 and then she was like oh my gosh thank you for bringing them and like she was like thanking me for bringing Brittany and Kristen to her event which was so hilarious and she she introduced me to her makeup artist who's like a very big celebrity she was just working with like Bella Hadid and she's like so nice and so she's so lovely so like oh my gosh it was such an amazing experience like I don't have is any it Mary Phillip is it Mary Phillip she has worked with her a lot but it was uh Christine Studden who yes okay should, I follow yeah, a lot of the I don't know I for someone Christine's, who doesn't do a lot of makeup I like to follow all the makeup <laughs> yeah well Christine's a mom too and she was pregnant when I met her and so now she's like so her content's really good because it's like half makeup with like these iconic celebrities and half like mom stuff so it's very relatable I feel like to a lot of people and yeah. I love Chris, like her makeup artist, Christine is so lovely. And then Chrissy Teigen obviously is like icon status. So I'm obsessed with her. She's the, like, I feel like she's one I'd be hesitant to meet. Cause like, you know, the whole saying, like, don't meet your heroes, but like, no, you can meet she, her. Yeah. You can meet her. Oh, that's good. That's like, yeah. makes me, my heart feel good. Totally. Okay. Who's your dream client? Um, it always goes back and forth, but like, obviously my number one is Britney Spears. Like I'm I was going to guess, I was going to be Britney and I was, I was going to ask you your favorite Britney song too. Yeah. I'm obsessed with Britney Spears. You, but the problem with my favorite Britney song is that I, oh, like, I'm such a fan that I like love like the unreleased tracks that no one knows, <laughs> but I'll pick like a normal one that people would know. So my favorite is, um, hold it against me. That's Ooh. from Femme Fatale. Wait, what's your unreleased? Because I'm a I'm a Britney stan. Like, oh, I, you are. Okay, yes, so that's what sand. I'm asking you, honey. Yes, Quicksand, which was co-written by Lady Gaga before her big break, and it was supposed yeah. to be on the Circus album. And then I love Amnesia, which is like the track. It is like the dumbest track where she gets amnesia and she forgets she's like engaged <laughs> to someone else because she meets <laughs> such a hot boy at the club. And I'm like, that is so relatable. So those are like my favorite songs of Britney. No, I love it. Yeah. I, that's, I mean, I don't, I'm not a Britney stan, so I'm going to go Google these now. 
Yeah, uh, they're on YouTube. You have to YouTube them. They, they're I, not on Spotify. I love her. And I, I mean, I hope she eventually gets out of this conservatorship. Oh yeah. I'm very involved in the free Britney movement. And so is actually Ariana. Who's like one of my good friends. Also, I haven't even mentioned Ariana, but she is like a really good friend. And, um, we were just texting this morning, but we have a group chat with one of her other friends about free Britney. So anytime there's an update, it's like me and Ariana and her other friend will be like talking about it and like, just like updating each other. And yeah, I'm like, so into Britney Spears. We also love Ariana. We both have stories where we have been a little overserved and like embarrassingly kind of drunk around her. And she's just so nice. She was in St. Louis doing her book signing. Yeah. And I was there and they were all going to another bar and this person, and I had been drinking and this person's like, come with us, jump in our Uber. I was like, okay. And it's kind of like that moment as I was driving there, I'm like, why am I, I don't really know them. Like, why am I going to, it was like Sandoval's family was there. It felt very weird. And then like, I had this realization that like, I should probably leave. And I was like, I'm going to head out soon. And Ariana's like, well, give me a hug before you go. I was like, what a nice person. Like I'm this awkward, drunk weirdo that like showed up at the same bar. And she was just so sweet. And Vanessa kicked her out or no, you slid into her booth at Tom, Tom, Tom. No, I was shit faced at Tom, Tom and really having a good time, really having a time and saw her sitting in a booth and saw an opportunity because she was by herself and just slid right in there telling her about my kid and like, told her my husband had a crush on her, just like all this shit. And she was so nice by far, hands down the nicest Bravo love that I've met so far. Like just so down to earth and warm and just really kind. And I mean, she didn't have to do that. I am very, I'm glad I was like grayed out when that happened. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I wouldn't it's embarrassing. <laughs> No, no. She, I mean, she's such a, she's so sweet and such an icon. Like she's like that pretty much like I, I mean, cause everyone like, uh, you know, the famous saying like everyone has bad days and I truly get that. Cause even like, I mean, we have bad days and we're normal people. So I get it. But like, I've never heard of her having like a bad day, like with, like with a fan encounter. Mm-hmm. I yeah. haven't heard like a lot, like anyone from Vanderpump Rules really, besides like maybe Lisa and stuff. Um, I know like Saucy gets anxiety and stuff and can get a little like, you know, like overwhelmed when it's not like a controlled situation, but that's kind of, we, that's why I get along with Saucy too, is because we have that same, it's like you, you find like your, whatever personality traits you relate to in each person, you know, like, so me and Brittany are like friends because we're from the South and like, we like the same music. We love Ciara and, and TLC. And like, (laughs) we love to like bop out to that and stuff. And then like Ariana and I like love Brittany and like Saucy and me are like kind of nervous people who like show tunes. So (laughs) I get like everyone has bad experiences, but like, yeah, Ariana never, I've never heard one thing bad about like encountering her. Do, I mean, do any of them talk about kind of like the fact that, I mean, they all have like a million followers and like this quick kind of like rise to fame. I'm sure it's overwhelming. Does it like kind of freak them out or, I mean, it did happen kind of gradually, but it is just crazy when you think about it. Yeah. I, you know, we've never talked about it. So I don't know. I mean, I imagine, I, I mean, I, I just know just from my own experience of like starting to work on the show and then like posting them more and more, just getting, you know, thousands of followers, like not overnight, but gradually, I know it is a weird thing Then all of a sudden you share something like a political opinion or something. And then like, all of a sudden you get DMs being like, you know, like, I hate that. Like, why would you support this? You know, like, or, or, and then you're like, Oh, like people are seeing my stuff like outside of the realm of my friends. So I can only speak to my own experience. Cause I don't, I honestly have never asked them that, but like, I imagine 
if I'm feeling that with, with my small following, that they are probably feeling it to a very large degree. But I think also being on TV helps kind of guide you into that. Um, be comfortable with that mindset is all I could imagine because they don't, it doesn't seem to affect them so much. I mean, they see people, they're humans and they see comments and it hurts their feelings if they're, if they're really mean, obviously. And people have different ways of handling it. Like Ariana will, you know, like you'll see her in the comments, just like me, catch her in the comments and she'll be like fighting back. But other people will just, you know, certain people might just block you. I don't know if you've heard about that being blocked. Oh, we're by blocked. Anyone. We're blocked. And it's kind of funny. I don't know why we got blocked, but one day we just looked and I was like, oh, I don't even think I posted something negative about him. And, but then like, <laughs> you know, since then we've posted a few things, nothing really bad, but it's all fair game. Somehow. Yeah. Some of it's fair game. Um, this has been so much fun, Jared. You, I feel like you're such a rising star and you're just, uh, you're such a ray of light. Like I love talking to you. You just have such good energy. Thank you. Oh my gosh, this has been so fun. All right. Well, before you let you go, we let you go. We always ask everyone, what would your housewife tagline be? I feel like you're going to have a really good one. So I can't wait to hear this. Okay. Well, I actually, so I thought of this because obviously like I know, so like I know about you guys. So, um, so I have two, so I'm going to tell you, <laughs> this is so stupid. Okay. So my first one is like my main one. Okay. And then I'm, I have a special Salt Lake city edition. If I join the cast of Salt Lake city. Okay. Um, like if they have a spinoff with like me and Brooks, you know? Okay. So my normal one is I'm like an eyeshadow. I can add a little spark. Oh, let me start over. I'm like an eyeshadow. I can add a little sparkle or give a lot of shade. Ooh, pretty good. Right. That's really oh, good. It's really good. Yeah. 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 And so, so um, it took me a while to work on that one, but if I join because of obviously my health issues and my time, you know, of the stuff, if I was on, on Salt Lake city, it would be, I've spent a lot of time in the hospitals, but I don't smell like it. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. That is uh, amazing. We need, to, <laughs> we need to have you back on to dive into Salt Lake because it's Let's like its it. own. Yes. Like I were obsessed and Brooks, so many thoughts on Brooks. Like I feel a like there's so many layers. Brooks. Yeah. So yeah, we, we need to do like an unpacking episode. And also I will just say like Meredith follows me, which has made my entire life because, <sighs> and I'll slid into each other's DMs and I'm just like, Oh my God. She's a Britney Spears fan and she's so cool. And I just like Stan Meredith. She's like so beautiful. She's, she's stunning. Like, I feel like she's, take, oh go, yeah. Is she's the most actual legitimately glamorous housewife that we've ever had. That's my hot take. I a hundred percent agree. I actually think she's like who we all aspire to be when we like grow up. She's very mm. like, I don't know the way she carries herself and she's but she's still fun and approachable, but like classic. I I'm obsessed with her. Cause her business it. like has Rihanna and like real, like she has like a real business before. Cause even like Lisa Vanderpump, I was like maybe Candy and Lisa Vanderpump would be like second place, but like Lisa didn't get like Lady Gaga wasn't going to her restaurant before the real housewives. You know what I mean? But mm -hmm. like Rihanna was wearing Meredith Marks long before she was a housewife. So I, that's my hot take. She's like the glam. Well, we're going to have you back on. We can't wait to talk about it. Yes, let's do it. Okay. And if someone's living under a rock and not following you. Yes. How can they follow you? How can they see your fun, hot takes <laughs> <laughs> and makeup? And how can they find out about Brittany and all the things that you love? Yes. I mean, I'm just on Instagram. That is my main source of everything. It's Jared Lips. Just 
just as it sounds. And um, I mean, I do have a Twitter, I think, but like, I'm never on there, but um, it's Jared Makeup. But yeah, I'm on Instagram 24 seven. I always answer DMs. I have my own lashes with uh, Lashaholic. So you can get those and, and have the same lashes as any of your favorite Vanderpump girls. And I always answer any questions that people have about like what makeup products anyone's wearing or like any recommendations. So yeah, slide into my DMs anytime. Well, thanks so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. These are the moments I wish you could see a podcast somehow. Jared just truly lights up the room. He is just, just a burst of positive energy and was so fun chatting with him and just hearing all of his stories. I think we all want more. I mean, I told Jared afterwards he needs to start his own podcast because he could basically write a tell book and I would be the first in line to buy it. I hope you guys enjoyed listening to this. We love having guests like Jared on. So be sure that you're subscribing to our podcast at Real Moms of Bravo uh, so that you can get an alert every time these fun new episodes come out. We will still continue our weekly recaps and we also will have our deep dives and some of our hot takes that will be available on Patreon. So check us out there as well. And you know the drill, uh, give us five stars, leave a great review, please, please, please. And if you're not already doing so, follow us on Instagram at Real Moms of Bravo. That is where we post, I would say daily drama, but like some days it's hourly. So if something's going down on Bravo, you know, we've got it on our stories or we're posting about it. Thank you guys so much for following along and supporting us. It means the world. We have enjoyed doing this so much and we cannot wait to make 2021 an even bigger year for Real Moms of Bravo. And with that, we will talk to you all very soon. Is your daily grind getting you down? A Thermospas hot tub may be the solution. Just a few minutes under those powerful, soothing jets and all your stress seems to melt away like you're lying on a cloud of bubbles. You'll not only feel better, but sleep better too. Call 877-861-4672 now. And for a limited time, save $1,250. Call 877-861-4672 or visit thermospas.com to schedule a free on-site assessment.